Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, the guy who feels everything he says is so important that he's got six podcasts to his name. And you're listening to Hey Fam, another podcast he's trying to get his elbow inside of, man. Spread his voice around like a virus. Hey, fam, welcome to Hey Fam. <laughs> Angus, Angus, before you, uh, you distract me, I just want to let everybody know that we have a Patreon that, we, mm. that allows you to get access to very, very cool bonus material. We call it a radio show. It's not a radio show. It is. No, but I mean, of. it's not one technically. Yeah. It's, um, it's not made of a radio it's band. A, it's a radio podcast that we do. It's a music-based podcast mm. that we record once a month called Hey FM. It's very um, legal if you're listening Apra Amcos. It's, it's extremely, extremely legal. legal. Um, but basically, if you uh, give us a couple of bucks each month, you get access to our Patreon, uh, which includes uh, access to this incredible show that we just did. Uh, we, we started off the year with by doing our Best of uh, 2017. Yep. Then we did Best of 2017 in video game music. Yep. Then we did... <laughs> because uh, never the two shall meet. Video no. game music or music? Certainly not on this podcast, which regularly makes them meet all the time. But no. the most recent episode was all about our favorite music, music from Wes Anderson movies. And yep. you can hear it at patreon.com slash heyfampodcast. Um, you know what? This is going up in a few weeks. I'm going to I might insert a small little sample of us oh, talking yeah, do that. right now. Yeah. You're listening to Hey FM and that was the creation with Making Time. Now we're going to hear my first choice. Um, I thought it's good to just keep things... Really fun and upbeat for the for the beginning of this. Uh, That's Wes Anderson now. He's saying, email, "Keep it up, saying, guys. Keep it upbeat, guys. Keep it upbeat. Don't <laughs> save those sadder songs till later in the episode." He's like, "Sorry, I don't have Twitter. If I did, I'd do a worse tweet than Kevin Smith." Angus, is there a more upbeat band in history than the Ramones? Uh, no, for the purpose of this podcast, no. absolutely not. No. And we're back. Hey, fam. Whoa. Welcome to Hey, fam. Again, if you want to hear the full of that episode, you can hear it. At uh, um, patreon.com slash heyfampodcast Also, thank you for your feedback And we will be doing the best uh, girl talk songs next week <laughs> What the fuck? No. <laughs> the best um, mix up, mixed, mixed um, mashups by girl talk So you know, uh, I have a his- history with girl talk Really? Um, I promoted, I, I put on his first Sydney show Actually across it's the all road It's your fault Across the road from where we are Broadway? Uh, recording right Broadway? Broadway yeah, yeah, wow I saw Neil Hamburger there once That's wild He wasn't performing I was downstairs while he was performing upstairs And it was also my birthday and um, I told him. <laughs> Do you know both Girl Talk and Neil Hamburger? Australian. No, no their real names are Greg. Yeah. And uh, Greg Turkington's Australian. What? He was born in Darwin. I did not know that. Yeah. That's, that's why he has such an affinity for here. Yeah, totally. Wow. He's uh, got an Australian wife as well. Look, Angus has gone full in distract <laughs> mode. I lo- that was good. 
that's that a good that's on this that's that's the spectrum <laughs> <laughs> that's when you mention something i'll start throwing like extreme facts at you that uh, girl talk of course is playing at splendor this year because there uh, it is 2009 yeah. and he's the biggest artist in the world he's the first he's like the highest build electronic yeah. artist on the splendor line. about time that's so me funny. too <laughs> I like it. He, I, I, I could watch that show again now. I, I don't think I could. It's Jive Bunny without the animations. <laughs> there is something just like fun and loose about it though. I think like back then it was interesting. But it was now just him on a laptop he w- and he glad wrapped right, his laptop. I remember the cling wrap. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, the sweat. Sweat and also people throwing beers and shit at him. And yeah. Like, it was a time to be alive. Like Hipster Runoff was a very funny website. and he um He still worked a full-time job in like fucking like monitoring volcanoes or something like that's that. that oh was man, it. I he worked that. within inside. He was like a geologist. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like took him out in, to like beaches and stuff while he was here. And so he's uh, just like working he, he, like, he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to have to quit my job. I'm like, what's your job? And he told him, I'm like, what the fuck? How did you? And he was oh, like, wow. he was taking long service leave to do an Australian tour. That's amazing. Was he one of those artists that's just like mammoth here and, Ameri- and kind of big in America? No, no, very. He, he was really, really important to the rise of EDM culture in mm. America because... Samples, was, baby. That was the big, like, taking over, like, the college rock, college mm. R&B market and being, like, even though he wasn't really a DJ, it opened up people's eyes to what, you know, watching someone who wasn't performing live Well, could looks be. like we're doing a Hey FM on Girl Talk next month. <laughs> Come on. It started off as a joke. Don't, have, you, have you ever watched him? Have you ever seen him live? Yeah, I saw him at Laneway, like, literally 2009. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I think... I think Watching him on a massive stage totally is not a good no. good way to do it. But this was the old lane. Way. Ever, I, I remember like the lane way was literally yeah. a lane, and yeah, I totally. saw him like a hundred meters away at the end of a literal lane. Um, that he, was cool. He, uh, but he, him in a nightclub. If you ever get a chance? I don't. I look, I, I, now he actually produces his own music without using like doing the. He's a mashup DJ for those of you who don't. He's know. Jive Bunny. He is Jive Bunny. For the, um, come on, everybody! Come on, everybody! Yeah, except he samples um, Ti like uh, Pixies and Ti. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, he's playing Splendor. Um, We're gonna. This is this is part of our spec script for our Ready Player One that's set in the noughties. So um, we should do full disclosure. Angus is about to go to Japan. Yeah, um, literally. We're at the airport. <laughs> There's a sports bar at the airport. Yeah. Um, just done the old run through the um, gateway, just trying to make me. He's, you know, I love you. Yeah, don't yeah. go. Don't go. To die. I can't do this without you. Because uh, you're my co-host. Yeah. In life. So like, um, if the world breaks out in World War Three, or you know, um, Disney goes no you know what we're not making star wars movies anymore or nintendo pulls the labo from the shelf because it's got cancer on it or something those won't be referenced in these podcasts yeah so we're, we're recording pre-recording a four bunch. episodes because you're here for four weeks right yeah yeah we're actually releasing some episodes before yeah, like, this one which yeah. we haven't even recorded we're recording yet. an episode a week from now that'll, that'll be the next episode of hey fan but whatever yeah. it doesn't matter we're, these we're, are some evergreen ones but also they are gonna i, I don't want to be like people that you know how sometimes like, it's just like yeah I, I what interesting weather we're having today in whatever week it is don't worry about that yeah and we're not doing that let's talk I, I, the I, only thing is though we will scratch that intro if girl talks like injured and not coming to australia or like he's he's kidnapped by the taliban or something like we'll get rid <laughs> of why that. can you just give me this scenario that would lead to him well being, how about we record a bit now that say says it's like that says um and we hope the safe passage of <laughs> of girl talk uh we hope that you know we don't deal with terrorists and um boy blackmailing and we hope boy uh girl talk the best yeah, with so his safe passage this, home this week's episode obviously delete case, that if he doesn't in, get kidnapped in case but if you he haven't does, guessed, put it in. in case you haven't guessed this episode is about the evergreen topic of terrorism <laughs> i mean it's been there since day one 
They'll uh, tell you it's a new phenomenon, but no sorry. Do you remember what, what, what we're going to do this one about? Well, they used to call it uh, communism, didn't they? <laughs> That's the last thing we're all scared of. What are we doing? Yeah, it's Japan. So, yeah, I thought it would be really fun to do an entire I'm in Japan right now. <laughs> about Japan uh, before you go there. About, yeah. about you know, our previous experiences with visiting. Yeah. The, 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 Between the us, great we've country. been there a bunch of times. And, you know, what, what, we, what, what draws us to there? It is always, mm. like, my number one... Even though, like, I could have, I could have just come back, and that'll be like the next place I want to go. Oh, same here. Yeah, um, yeah, the, yeah. The, the food we like eating when we're there. The culture, and then, and then also, like, yeah, I guess, like, what what draws us to Japanese culture to begin yeah. with? Yeah, it was, you know, it was always. Yeah, we'll get into it. We will get into it right now. Well, actually, no. Before, should we do a little, little personal update? Uh, I bought. I, I bought, got nothing going on. I, it, it was a crazy day today. Angus, God mm. of War came out today. Yeah, I know. Um, and I'm bummed, Nintendo I Labo. I, I could get it, but like it's going to sit there in a crude dust. So. Of course, you know you're very, very clever to, um, to I wait a moment. Remember, we decided this recently that I'm really good at uh, not buying games at the moment. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> no, you're you're even better at it. <laughs> so if, if it depends which uh, scale we're using here. Okay, good. You're really good at buying games. I'm terrible at buying. Them, oh, true. But yep. maybe that means I'm the best. I'm going to give it to you this time. Well, a well, bit of update in my personal life. Um, Kanye said he's releasing two albums in June. It's fucking insane. Well, one's a him and Kid Cudi's album. So, okay, so I've and this is another like uh, 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 do people like this when I like do tell some random story about me promoting a. a, a, a I love a, it. Okay, because I also put on the first Kid Cudi show in Sydney. Oh, wild! Two, um, me and Jimmy Singh from Rose Rainbow, yeah. my old DJ crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what what era? Before what? he opened Good God. Yeah, um, wow. It was day and night. His, yeah. his big single had come out. The Crookers remix was tearing up the club charts. Huge. And um and we paid. Was that two thousand eight, two thousand seven? I just started dating Bianca, so yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah, and um we put on. I just started dating. I just finally, started dating. <laughs> my parents ungrounded me <laughs> and said, oh, you're allowed to date they were like, now." They, they, they unlocked my Tinder account. You can account. date your twenty three year old. Um, but that's cool, man. He, it, I, I, I know that because B was actually asked because we were busy organizing this show. B was put in charge of like taking Cuddy out to dinner and looking after him while we were like. Getting the show ready, um, and then he also like, like started flirting with my sister. Hell yeah! <laughs> and uh, and he, he then he went on to star in the um, East Coast version of Entourage, how, al- uh, how to Make It in America. He also asked me. He was like, I, at the time I was DJing on CDJs and playing songs. There was a song at the time called Grind Mode. I'm so high. There was like this weird kind of like. Uh, borderline of club music R&B Hell yeah Look it up Grind Mode I'm sorry It's a very good song we, 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 Actually We are going to do a 2008 episode Of Hey, there Fam, you go. hey FM very So soon. there's another great Ford promo to um, the Patreon You won't hear that You're not allowed to Google it We've actually deleted it From the internet With yep. our friend Julian Assange um, He did that for us I wish so. you would stop supporting him well, uh, me and Pammy always deliver food to him in the Ecuadorian embassy. You know, it's uh, it's nice to keep up with your friends and keep your enemies even closer. I think. So after after he came out like every night that he was in Sydney, and um, and he I, came out. He was yeah, he came out every every. I'm like, I know you told me yesterday. <laughs> um, Dude, we're happy for you. <laughs> but at, at one point, he saw he was telling me I was playing CDJs, and he was like, you, "If you learn Serato, I'll, I'll fly to America, and you can be my tour DJ." And that happened. I never took him <laughs> no. off on that. I should have. What I know. A, what a different world that could have been. Yeah. Well, um, uh, but, but since then, I didn't listen to anything he ever made. So I only listen to the stuff that he does with Kanye. He basically hums on a lot of his songs. Like, that's not a dig. Like, he's like... Mm-hmm. So what era of Kanye did, did So he's Cuddy responsible for a lot of 808s and Heartbreaks, which yeah, right. kind of made Cuddy big. Yeah, sure. He does a lot of um, backup vocals, a lot of, uh, some shares songwriting credits. And then after that, he's appeared less and less, but has been on... 
every Kanye release since. Right. Uh, but they have had some ups and downs in their relationship quite publicly. Okay. So this is like a really nice message. Because, yep. yeah, I remember Cardi had that big kind of public... Uh, yeah. Meltdown yep. of sorts. Also, Kanye week. kind of had the most famous, biggest meltdown yeah. in two it years goes ago. Without saying. Well, yeah. So they've had a, like, you can document it. It's a, um, it's a turbulent friendship, unlike ours, which is smooth sailing. All the time. But they recently, Cuddy got up at the tour I went to in the States, the same public tour, and sang a bunch of songs with Kanye. I mean, he does the hook on um, Father Stretch My Hands. Oh, okay, cool. Say no more, fam. Yeah. So there you go. There's an example. Friendship ended with not loving Kanye. Exactly. So not loving Cuddy. Friendship over with uh, loving. not loving Kanye. Yeah. New, my new best friend is loving Kanye. <laughs> uh, so they've got this album in the works called Kid See Ghost. Okay. And that's the name of their project. But a week before that, Kanye's releasing a solo record. I mean, he also said this in February 2016 that his next record's coming out. A week after The Life of Pablo came out, he started already promoing yeah, this course. album. Yeah, yeah. So this is two years of promo. Is that even the meltdown you're referring to? That was No, I'm referring to the one on stage where he, two songs oh, into yeah, his right, set, fine. he went on a, a four gigs after I saw him. I'm so lucky it wasn't at my show. Uh, but yeah, he said it's going to be seven tracks. So who knows if they're going to be 11 minute songs. And it's coming June 1st. And then there's another solo count on the album coming That's as the well? solo one. Then the oh, week oh, after right. is the Cuddy album. Kids see Ghost comes out. Interesting. How you, how do you feel? Like last time I don't know. Like before Pablo came out, you went to a uh, a, a the light, screening. A he screening streamed of, it. A stream at the you, cinema. You watched it at the cinema as he streamed it from as he played the album and also where did, he, where did, where did, where did was it Madison Square Madison Garden? Square and he was there with Cuddy. He was there with like a lot of his fam all around him, and it was kind of amazing and free and super weird. But that would that would that was an incredible moment. Um. But it's been up and down. Like, here's the thing. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not putting any bets on that album coming out on that day. You, oh, you reckon, like, he's just going to delay Well, he, I don't know. He says a lot of things. Sure. And, I, you know, I, I love him. But also, he is a very big, uh, you know. He, he promises the world and doesn't necessarily deliver. He, uh, 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 he, he delivers it in. Eventually. Like, mysterious ways. That you, the ways you mightn't expect. So, look, June 1, I'm here. Same month. Drake's coming out. Like, it's a big season. Well, fuck yes, we got a, we got a Drake album and two, two Kanye, Kanye albums. Yeah, That's, yeah, wow, cool. Yeah, and you got to like Beyonce's got to be putting out something soon after. Oh, this, for sure, after off, that performance, like she's got to be riding high on that. Yeah, could be a crazy. Um, year. So that's going on in my personal life. Kanye's <laughs> tweeting again, and I couldn't be happier. Yeah, I got Labo, um, Nintendo Labo. I bought the, uh, the the main kit plus yes. the robot kit. So they're the only kits, right? The customization. Oh, no, there's a piano kit. one, right? Well, the main kit has the piano in right. it. The main kit is like the piano, the fishing rod, the motorbike, um, and... What's that? Some other thing. In AUD. Uh, that was $99. Okay, that's cool. And then the robot kit was $119. Damn. Uh, and then the customization kit, which is essentially stickers, uh, $15. But I just know that like... like so uh, this morning, uh, knowing that it was coming out mm. that day, I, um, I, sh- I was like, hey, Archie, you want to watch the Labo video again? And he was like, what's that? And I showed him the, the, the trailer again, yeah. and the, that kind of, you know, announcement trailer. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it finished. And he was like, I want to play all of those one day. And, you're and like, I was just like, you little shit, it's yeah. going to be here today. I didn't tell him. I was like, oh, okay, I'll, that's, that's cool. I want to as well. That's so, so I've, sick. I bought them and I put them on his bed. Fuck, I should so have done that to my dad this morning. <laughs> <laughs> should have invited him up, made him show me the Labo video and then me say that. That's how that shit works. But uh, I also got God of War today too, which is... Imagine if you're like, you're not allowed to play Labo um, until you're older. Now you've got to sit down like I'm, a real man I'm and play bonding, God of War with I'm me. I'm bonding with my fake son in this game. Yeah, this son's stronger than you, Archie. I like him more than you. But I love those. Like, I feel like 
you know, th- th- those really exciting days where a lot of really cool games come out. Or like, what was yeah. it? The there's wild, a lot of days where like a lot of content of comes last out. Year it was like Stranger Things, Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, and an album that Wolfenstein. was... Uh, yeah, it was like eight things at once. Yeah, yeah, like a movie as, as well and like an album. It was yeah. just like, whoa. <laughs> um, it was th- great. This is the, yeah, April 20. Um, we were recording. We're, we're, me and Angus is fucking stoned out of our minds right Hell now. Hell yeah. I quit weed and then I... I, I, I Cancelled that that subscription this morning, and I'm back on it, and I'm doobing hard. <laughs> so this is a guy who's like definitely maybe had like two, two weeds before, two tokes of a, of a marijuana cigarette in his life. Uh, crazy without it. <laughs> That's my favorite excuse when someone's like, "Yeah, no, I don't. I'm weird. I'm crazy, man." Anyway, yeah, uh, I have a lot of friends that. As you know, my age that have that I, I grew up smoking with that still smoke it now because they can't sleep without it. Yeah, that, that upsets me. Like, oh, I actually feel real, bad for those yeah, people. Yeah, it's a real problem. Also, I'm like, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I retract my um, feel sorry for and actually grow up. Imagine like seeing, seeing a dealer and then being like, oh, it's okay, it's for sleep. Yeah, imagine going to a dealer <laughs> with your like nightcap on and like a teddy bear under your arm. You're like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> I can't sweep. <laughs> That's the dumbest excuse I've ever heard. Seriously, that is dumb. All right, I'll pass it on. It's stupid. Go to sleep. <laughs> Just ha- ha- no. Th- wait, and now I'm again. They're probably paranoid or something. Right? What's worse, someone who needs weed to sleep or someone who RIP uh, RIP celebrities online? Dude, if if I ever meet someone who does both, someone, I, I'm. I, what if know. what if a celebrity dies of a weed overdose? What if Kevin Smith dies of a weed overdose? <laughs> Okay, alright, come on If Kevin Smith dies Are you seriously not going to hit the socials and say something? Because pe- people need you in that time We ridiculed him <laughs> And got money for it I don't want to be like like that. That's extremely hypoc- like, hypocritical it's gonna, it's gonna We ridiculed tra- him and made money off him from a place of love I did meet him And so I could say like I remember the time you liked my Ghostbusters shirt <laughs> Next to the state theater. I remember the time you make, recorded a <laughs> yeah. You intro, interviewed him. <laughs> intro for hey fam. Yeah, you and I would do it, but we'd somehow I'll I'll agree to it as long as we make money out of it somehow. Everyone listening, like now. we're the people that sell um nine eleven shirts like that uh, on nine twelve out the front of like Wall Street. <laughs> um, I hope everyone listening right now is, has been uh, tagging Angus whenever a celebrity dies. Um, like the other day, I hit no. you with the Barbara Bush RIP. I know. I I don't care. And make sure just the format. Where was your heartfelt the Barbara Bush? The format is. R.I.P. Find find anyone that died and then just at Chimichangas damn R.I.P. Where was your heartfelt Barbara Bush um, on your, on your soliloquy? Oh my, my God, Barbara yeah, Bush! Yeah, like well, I always remember when you were on The Simpsons and how much you meant to me and told me what it's like to be a good neighbor. Um, also, are you, are you proud of your son for doing nine eleven? Here, I'll do one. Damn, that's bar- a haiku. Bra Bush, damn. I to it, Kid Cudi. <laughs> to it, Kid Cudi. Long time. Time. <laughs> that sounds like you're being a racist. Um, <laughs> Day. Uh, Vietnamese person. Night. Crookers. Remake. I fucked it up. <laughs> Out now. <laughs> Out. <laughs> listen, uh, listen to my SoundCloud. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about Japan, Angus. You're going yeah. there. What, how many? I'm how going many there. I'm telling you... them to listen to my SoundCloud. I'm going to be walking around. Did, I, did you see a years ago I was in New Orleans and I put up a, a, a photo of um, something that I saw on a yeah. on a pole like in in, in the street there mm. and it was like 
missing and then it had like a picture of like a, of, of a rat of like someone's face and yeah. then it said psych I ain't missing and then his SoundCloud <laughs> details <laughs> that's so good like the best thing I've ever fucking seen what, what's better kids asking for your phone if there's games on it or rappers telling you to check out their SoundCloud what, who would you rather hand. be if you had like a, if you're on a lifeboat and there were two people bombing in water in front of you and you have one space would you rather have a kid who asks if you got phone games or a rapper who's the kid um, will take no for an answer before the rapper will yeah, but maybe like the rapper's big, you can be like, hey, you need some representation and I'm your manager and you're both smooth sailing. And then you can buy 10 kids who want to <laughs> play your phone. Game set match. Game set match. Um, how many times have you been to Japan? Uh, this is number five. Fuck. I think number it's number she five. in Japanese. I can't remember. I don't Ichi, count. Ichi, me, son, she. Roku? I don't know. I don't go. go. Maybe. Go. I'm not counting while I'm there. That's, that's my first thing. <laughs> I, I ain't counting in Japan. Roku is six. Roku is six. So yeah, it's go. 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 Well, that's the end of the podcast, guys. <laughs> Damn, if you're all listening still, um, sorry. <laughs> We're counting at you now. Um, See what I mean? It's evergreen. Numbers are forever. <laughs> these white pieces of shit that go to yeah. the same country over and over again. Hell yeah, don't I'm even going learn to Japan. To five. Jacking off on airplane. And, and it's nice. <laughs> that works better as an acronym. I thought you could have said the N word there. It would have been nice. Patreon only. <laughs> No, that's uh, that was an acronym. If you wrote that out and you put it like acrostically, that's a meme. Hell yeah, I'm going to Japan. <laughs> Jacking off on airplane and it's nice. Beautiful. Put, yep. Make a t-shirt and then put Hey Fam on it. Oh, well, wear it there. Put, put it over Angus's face. Download our SoundCloud only on Patreon. Sounds good. Uh, Do you have games on your phone? <laughs> I'm learning how to say that in Japanese. Just asking everybody. Do you have games on your yeah. phone? Hi, sir. What would you like for your lunch today? Do you have younger, like, uh, like brothers-in-law, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, do they ask you for your... Oh, they no, don't. Have no brothers-in-law. No. Don't you? No. Doesn't B have any... Oh, yeah, I Yeah, do. no, you do. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, like, fucking... He's, like, 17. Yeah, he's asked for your phone. I don't know. How old are you when you four-year-old who asked for my phone. <laughs> you don't need to go that far out. Yeah, I'm just... I, I maybe these degrees I of thought he was younger than 17. He's not. Has he got a SoundCloud? Uh, that, yeah, that's the next step. Has he asked you to that's, check it out? Yeah. W- at what point does a man, does a boy become a, does a boy, do you, what point do you stop being a boy who asks for games or on your phone? And you become, become a, man a man who man? tells you to check out your SoundCloud. Yeah. Then who, when do you become a player who has SoundCloud, SoundCloud Pro? I had SoundCloud Pro for a while, but then my SoundCloud got um, deleted, got right? Because I had. Um, because you're doing what I, we do on HeyFM. I did a Billy Joel mix <laughs> and, oh, and Billy Joel shut my SoundCloud down. Well, Looks like you're a silly Joel because. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the fifth time. Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a city, town, when country. Did you, when did you first go and why did you go? Um, look, growing. Okay, first time I went was 2008. Why I went, it was uh, something I somewhere I've always wanted to go to. And growing up, I grew up in like a small coastal town outside of Sydney, like two hours away, and. So it was like a pretty, you know, it's a regional town. So uh, my parents are school teachers and my mother's school had Japanese as like a lesson you could take there. And what happened was as part of that, they must have had like a sister school in Japan or something. And as people's universe, so somebody studying English, how to be an English teacher in Japan, a Japanese local native, mm-hmm. as part of completing their prac, they would actually come to one of these schools here and teach the kids Japanese. And you know what I mean? It would be like a year of their life and they would get marks towards their uni degree. Like the way your wife goes and teaches and taught in um, 
schools for a term, like for prac. Yep, right. So they would do that, except that comes to part of it was like, you go to a school in Australia and teach kids English, Japanese. <laughs> um, and for some reason, one reason or another, like our home was the home where these people would stay. My parents like said, yeah, we'll do that. That'll be great. We had a spare room. Um, and I was like eight. Was the spare room your room? No, no, no. It was next to mine. And they got like got a futon and they made it like, you know, Japanese. They did it. They just had a futon. It's like they had like kimonos in there and <laughs> tea ceremonies and shit. Like it was very Western. But I guess ever since then, like I was so fascinated before the people, uh, these Japanese people, they're always chicks. They were lovely. They're like early 20s so like a bigger sister to me and we'd uh, hang out a lot and like walk the dog go see movies I was very interested in learning English and you know we are both teaching each other stuff and they were like I was already a huge Nintendo fan and knew like you know my, my insight into Japan was like ninjas from Ninja Turtles <laughs> like I was young and also uh, Nintendo, Nintendo and yeah definitely especially in the 90s like there was this more so now but Japan was for like a Western kid like me, it was very the other. Like Japan was always the crazy place you heard about where you could get like used underwear from a vending machine. You know what I mean? Like stuff now that like things that we have here now as well. Like, you know, even tapping a card to get on a train. Like that was such a foreign concept yeah, to from us. From a techno- technology point of view, like, but even, like, was, like it was always advanced. just weird. It was like yeah, weird. Yeah. And like, they're like books I remember being published, like hundred wacky inventions from Japan, like coffee table books. Yeah, totally. And now there's like Daisos everywhere and you can walk in and buy those. And it's not weird, but really then it was like pinnacle. How weird is Japan? And, you know, as a kid, that was so interesting to me. And I was, you know, so interested in Japan by that. And then having someone who was Japanese in my house, I would ask them so many questions. I'd be like, you know, do, do you guys like, I'd ask them about school. I'd ask them about every facet of life, about dogs, about like video games, about movies. I was so interested and it was always a place that I wanted to go to. And, uh, you know, these people would stay in my life during that year or so. And they'd always be like, you've got to come and visit. And I'd say, yeah. And it was pre-email, it was pre-internet. So they used to handwrite us a lot of letters and send us packages. So I don't know. I loved the, I, I, it was my shit. Yeah. You know, there was like cute little toys. I would say like everything I saw about that country up until that point and my window into it was far more like engaging and just far more interesting to me than anywhere else in the world in terms of like destinations or cultures or something. It was just, I was extremely interested into it as a small kid. And then was it the first place you went overseas to? No, no. I went to Europe as a kid and I went to the States Um a bunch of times before no I went to the States once before and then I went to Japan by myself in like 2009 yep. I had a car and I sold it on eBay <laughs> and then quit my part time job because I was studying at uni at the time and then um, went there like I think I got a return ticket that like two, like more than a month apart like it was almost two months and just was like bye and then went over there and it was just as the iPhone came out but they hadn't had iPhones there and it was really you couldn't use it over there. So I was like, it would be fine. I'll be able to get around with this. There was a lot of printing out like maps and taking them with me. And yeah, like even in the five times I've been since, it's drastically different. Like even then it was very much the other. Like I was using phones to call people internally and friends that I'd meet and stuff like that. But it's always been a place I want to go to. And I guess one day when I was, you know, a period of my life where I think I got out of a relationship and I was like, I'm going to, I want to do something drastic. And I quit a job and it was kind of like a, uh, like a like a power move and it was really a, a super like I wasn't well in my early 20s I was pretty unwell and like I had to move home with my parents and I think that was like a final step for me in terms of like 
I'm super independent now. It's like 23, 24. I celebrated my birthday over there. Went to Disneyland by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Had the best day. Um, yeah, it was just a, it's always been a super interesting place to me. I loved it. I, li- I you know, maybe I, I, I like being alone a lot. Not lonely, but like being alone. And I love traveling alone. And I think doing that by myself in a country I barely spoke the language um, was just like a, a super important. It wasn't, it was a privileged, but also an important um, opportunity in, in my life and I kind of you know I, I paid for it I wasn't like money from parents or anything it was like buy everyone I'm doing this and yeah it was great like I remember taking a MacBook Air and like a digital camera and connecting it every night and like sending the photos to it like yeah it was even now that sounds so old school that sounds like traveling with um like a travel diary or something yeah I think I went for the first time in 2009 as well and I remember, still remember like uh, printing out all the maps and yeah. marking all the destinations that you wanted to yeah. go to on the on the physical paper map. And like the addresses there are so different to the way our addresses are. And like buildings are, you know, so you, there's like 20 bars inside one building that are just up different okay. floors and trying to find places. You're like, where am I going? And So are you, at the moment, you are not drinking? Yeah, I haven't been drinking for like a month, but it's Are you going to drink in Japan? Because I, I couldn't oh, never. Oh, dude, the day I land is the month. Okay. It's hilarious. I was like, from that point, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to take a month off. Not like I, I didn't like, like hit a kid driving or something. I was just like, I'm going to pump the brakes for a bit. I'd had some uh, big nights. And then I was like, I'm going to take some time off and save money too in the process. Um, you know, I work with, uh, you know, lovely people and it's always like, let's go for drinks on Friday and, or let's go to drinks on Wednesday. And you end up like spending a couple hundred bucks, like drinking and getting food and stuff. And I was like, uh, I'd rather do that shit in Japan. You know what I mean? Like, my, I have a finite amount of money. So, I was like, I'd rather do that there. So, it was just kind of like some self-control. like control. You make it sound like that's a rarity. Like, you know, like, I'm not like it. I'm not like you, Levins. I have a finite amount of money. No, no, no. I mean, like, I don't earn that much is what I'm saying. That's why I'm, like, pumping the Patreon. But it's also, like, uh, I, you know, I, I, I want to do those things there. And I was being, like, big picture. Like, we've all got a finite resource of money. Mm. And it's like, what am I going to do? Get a beer in Sydney where, like, there's a mural of sticky fingers in the bar? Or am I going to, like go and get a like beer at golden guy and a tiny like two-seater bar like i'd rather spend that same amount of money having a cool experience man drinking in japan is so fucking great oh it's everywhere too like not, yeah. not and it's not problematic like you can get a beer out of a vending machine in an airport and you're not going to be like judged or arrested mm. it's crazy so as soon as i touch down it's literally to the day that since i swore a month of drinking and i'm just like that timing is so sick it's so cool so yeah, i'm gonna be great. like first beer i'm gonna have so that means I won't be I won't be drinking in Australia until two months. Wow! Take that, um, you know, Lion Nathan's <laughs> who owns all the beers. Who owns the beers that you don't actually drink? Yeah, take that. I'm putting a further dent in your <laughs> in your pockets. Um, do, you, do you smash the the Japanese beers or do you go a highball the whiskey highball? Oh man, whatever. Like you know, I'll, um, I like a highball from the glass, like not from the the can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll get a highball and shit in like uh, yakitori or like bars or izakayas and stuff. But I'll, I'll I'll play around in bars. But there's nothing like one of those from a can, uh, especially when like they sell the same thing here, but for about seventy five percent more. And also, it's no, it doesn't taste as good. It doesn't taste as good. But you can get range. like a sick big beer there Yubisu for like two dollars eighty or something. I love a yabisu. Oh, Ebisu is so good. Yeah. Um, you can get like, you know, a big boy for two dollars eighty, like two hundred and eighty yen. And here it's like eight, nine dollars for the yeah. same size. And you're just like, oh no. But uh yeah, I am just looking forward to eating. I'm looking forward to just we there's there's not much of an agenda. There's some things booked and there's days I've got to be in places, but 
I want to just like a relaxing kind of, what am I going to do today? Uh, having said that, I have like a note on my phone and computer and iPad, which is like hundreds of art galleries, hundreds of restaurants, hundreds of destinations, all sorted by like days they're closed, sorted by whether bookings required or not. So each day, at least I can be like, all right, what day is it? Wednesday? Let's see my options for what's open. I can do this, this or this, um, which has been fun. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Making that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, you know, we always hit each other up before we go. And it's like, hey, where have you been to? And um, this has been crazy. I've, I wanted to, I was going to message you about this, but I was like, I'll show you for this. Um funny we're saying like technological shit in japan like noticeably far more advanced but there are some systems though that are still kind of now 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 we go like i went there year before last yeah and and, uh it doesn't seem as different no but also there's some things that are quite old-fashioned so like when you get paid apparently a lot of times you still have to go to the bank and like check your paycheck right but have you ever been on japanese website and like how fucking hilariously 2002 GeoCities they are. <laughs> like restaurant sites and stuff. No, no, no. So a lot of sites are like, no English, which is so fine. I, you don't expect it in English, but flash base, like extremely hard to run. They built them all for phones, flip phones. Like they had their own kind of internet there and own right, browser. Yeah, of course, yeah. So they're still in the process of like a lot of sites still, a lot of them have updated obviously. And a lot of them are in English, but a lot of sites are still kind of in that old school like Nokia engage <laughs> era. They're not, not that they're engages, but I found, um, so like there's some restaurants I want to go to and restaurants I want to book, but there's no way to book unless you call and like generally you have to speak quite fluent Japanese, which I can't do. I can be like, hi, give a date. Like, I can't hear their response. Really. I can't really understand if they're like, I can say yes or no, or like, just can't yes, say five. but yeah, I can't say if they're like, how many people do you want? I've got five people. I'm like, you're going to have to sit this one out, dude. Like, it's just me. <laughs> But there's this app I found called Tabico or Tabico and you speak live to somebody. They work for like a travel place in Japan and I'm like, hey, can I go to this restaurant? And they're like, absolutely. Um, there it is. And it's booked for you. Under oh. your name. And you pay a thousand yen for each one. That's so good. Yeah. So they're just like, I've entered my which, card. Which is like 10 bucks? Yeah. 10 bucks. 
So there was this place I want to go to for um, a birthday dinner because um, I had it recommended to me from someone who's been on the pub before, Lee Tran. She was like, this place is, this is my favorite place last time. It's kind of like a, I don't want to go into too much detail because Chloe might be listening and it's for a birthday. It's like a, it's not like a Michelin star joint or anything because that's like, you know, we're, we're going to go to some nice restaurants, but for the birthday... No, the, the high end of Japanese Oh, it's like 500, like minimum, like, yeah. yeah. And it's beautiful, but it's also can be that or... 10 days doing something else. So, this place is dope. In fact, Takayama, um, a small, one of the smaller town, uh, kind of towns in, not towns, yeah. like cities in Japan. Prefectures. Yeah, prefectures. Um, that's one of the most expensive meals I've ever had. Wow. And, uh, because we didn't realize it. I think I spent like six $600 um, and because we got... Uh, tax as well sometimes no, yeah the tax came on it but it was like we went to like a small restaurant that everything was locally sourced right and so like we ordered mushrooms and he's like yeah yeah check this out and he got this photo that he got all developed like that mm. day and it was him foraging all the mushrooms we were about to eat oh wow and then he's like i was like oh like we want to order some fish and he's like you should order the number one tasty fish i was like all right it's and also seven hundred dollars yeah and then so yeah we ended up like getting stung with it and also uh. i drank so much sake but um uh, yeah, no regrets. No regrets. Yeah. I never. I ne- like I never regret a good. If a meal's good, like you're whatever, gonna regret just, it. Yeah. But yeah, this is great. I was like, I, money's we, infinite. Remember, <laughs> to infinity and beyond. I'm over here. You're over here with your labo. I'm over here with literally the um Cooper's brewery um uh, coaster coaster that I'm folding into like a, a gun well, for well, my well, switch. Check it out, Archie. A triangle. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. if you can put that on your switch and look, it's a home. Um, but yeah, this was great. Like I went to the site at. The English section didn't work. It was a 404. There was nothing that said reservations, no number. And these guys are like, yeah, we've caught it. And it's only a thousand yen reservation and it's done. That's amazing. No, I just rock up on the day. Here's your time. And it's in your name. So I'm like, that is such a cool idea. That's like a cool app. Hopefully it works. What's it called again? Say again. Tabico. T-A-B-I-K-O. That's awesome. They all have like genuine reviews on the app store too. Everyone's like, oh, I don't usually leave reviews, but this is actually insanely helpful. Just because... There are like even social norms which would make like booking a place kind of different. I was re- and it's a birthday thing, so a lot of the suggestions on like trip advisors and shit were like, "Oh, I'd rock up like early and put your name down, and then wander around and come back." And I'm like, "You don't want to do that on a birthday. You want to kind of have a spot planned." Yeah, definitely. So that'll be fun. You want to feel like you're just in control the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Especially when like you you're, you're on a holiday with like a slight schedule. You don't want to be like wasting time that much. Yeah. So four weeks is a long time though. You, where are you? Are you just just Tokyo? Or? Tokyo for a majority for about half either end, like a week and a week either end, and then in the middle, um, a bit more than a week either end, and then in the middle, Kyoto, Naoshima, and Hiroshima, so south. Yeah, sick. Yeah, I've done. I've done Kyoto, Osaka, Takayama, Tokyo. The last time I went, I was. I think we had Archie. Who That's was right. Like, one right. Yeah, he was like like twenty months or something like that. Yeah. And so uh, we just stuck in t- Tokyo for two weeks. Is it dope? Yeah, it was great. Good yeah. Airbnb. Like Airbnb has changed holidaying for oh. us as a family. You stay like, in the best places. Like you forget with Airbnb, pre-Airbnbs, like hotels are in designated areas. Like it's like a hotel area. Like you think about Sydney, like near Martin Place mm. or boutique hotels throughout Sydney. But if you're going to stay somewhere, it's around like smack bang CBD. And, and it's I, like... Yeah, I'd need, I'd need two two rooms for the kids. Whereas for like sure. I just find a, a two bedroom. But also Airbnb. like normal, if you want a slice of life... Like, normal people from that town, like, if you want, like, a local's experience, yeah. no one lives in the CBD, like, in the, in the, in the um, financial district. You know what I mean? So, um, like, if you stay in, like, an Airbnb, like, it's like you're kind of getting more of an authentic experience because you're spending yeah, time totally. in a neighborhood where people live and you're not, like, especially in Sydney, like, 
think about you coming here like who's got an airbnb like at fucking darling harbor or something no no one but yeah. that's where hotels yeah, are exactly yeah. it's like and that's what i love about airbnb you're not in the city doing this kind of you know the councils and the local city have like put everything there and it's like everything's on show but it's not really sydney it's like a cool postcard version of sydney but you go out a kilometer even like to the inner west or somewhere and that's kind of like where people live and I don't know. I love that about Airbnb. You're kind of in a suburb that's not smack bang Shinjuku or smack bang in the middle of Japan, but you're just kind of out a bit. Yes. Yeah, so if it's five minutes. We had a, um, uh, an Airbnb just in between Shinjuku and... Uh, is it E? Ebisu? Ebisu, yeah. Ebisu. Yeah. Ebisu. Yeah. Um, Which is what the beer is named after, but it's like a silent wire. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and... Uh, it was above a um, a British style pub. Oh no! Which was fucking amazing because it was weird. just like this, like kind of like like he would have been our age, Japanese yeah. dude, just in in this like you know, and you can smoke in bars there, um, so it was always stanking. So Levin's hit up weed again in a big way, <laughs> um, but selling the Japanese brewed Guinness. Have you ever had that? The what? The Japanese Guinness. Is it? Guinness? It's that Guinness, they make it in Japan. In Japan. No, so I haven't. Different. Yeah, it's and uh, and I would just like that's how I would end every night. I would. You just, just like, be like, "Honey, I'm going downstairs." No, no, so. the three of us would be there. Archie too. Yeah. In this smoke, smoke field. Here, kid, puff on this. <laughs> that wasn't that smoky. Don't call Docs or, or whatever the Japanese equivalent of Docs. Don't call is. Docs. He's getting some labo today. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it he's up for it. He's, um, but yeah, he's and, buying and off his trauma. <laughs> smash a pint of Japanese Guinness. Yes, and and on the jukebox would just be like Oasis and the Smiths. Okay, now you got to send me yeah. the name of this place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, you know so it's wild. The day I arrive, you know who I've got like four or five days crossover with? Arturo. Oh yeah, our, our, our mutual friend. Our I thought mutual you were going to say Noel Gallagher. <laughs> oh, you know Noel Gallagher too. <laughs> I was like, oh, the listeners. Yeah, no, Adi's, Adi's there. And he used to live in Japan. Oh, cool. He See, was a chef. He lived there for years. In, um, he was a chef. Yeah, in 1997. He lived there for like a year and a half, I think. He's like a dad now. He's like in his 40s and he's like super cool. But he lived there. He used to work with us at Modular. Yeah. And he's kind of like a bigger brother figure to me. Um, But he lived there and lived up up north in the snow. And he remembers like seeing the Evangelion movie in 97 at cinemas and stuff. Unreal. Yeah. Crazy. He was like like in his 20s or something. For anyone like going, come on, when are you going to talk about anime and, 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 and manga it's coming it's coming baby. oh it's coming before we get there Angus I want to talk about some food with you some food I used to, I used to do a food podcast called The Mitchin oh, yeah, kind of, it's, right. it's, it's dead but not buried it may come back whatever that's not important right now we did many <laughs> Japanese episodes yeah so if you go back and look in, in, the, in the Mitchin feed you'll actually find uh, two guides to eating in Japan that we did one before I went and one after I went when he'd renounced Japan <laughs> Who, me? Like, yeah, just joking. You're like, do not go. Um, <laughs> you denounced no, it. So. Yeah, 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 sure. You're like, yeah, actually, I got, I actually went there and trust me, guys, do not go. But have you, like, you know, obviously, even to, to someone who has never been to Japan before, I feel like they, they have, the, it's easy to name, like, you know, uh, genres of, of food. Yeah, in the yeah, cuisine, yeah, like yeah, yeah. You got your, like, a lot of grill places, like your yakitori's where you go along. Your ramen. And your sushi's, your soba. ramen's. And, like, a lot of it, like barely any of it's in English, so you can see a sign, and it could mean any of those things. What's your? I want to know what your, what your favorite meal that you've eaten in Japan. Um, God, favorite meal. Like, is there a place that you're definitely going to go back to, or are you always looking for something new when you go? Look, I'll go to like chain places sometimes. That's the ones I'll have repeat visits to, just right. because it's like an experience. Like, no, because it's easy. But like, I like trying new places. Like, I for this birthday dinner, for example, I keep making it sound so fancy. It's not. But I did some research. I'm just like, I, I don't want to go to the same place for a special occasion. Like, 
that was a special occasion for another reason, you know, like mm. this, like maybe my birthday or someone else. I was with my parents last time, so. But some of my favorite places is shit that I could point to on a map, but I don't know what it's called, or <laughs> you know what I mean. I like like off the beaten track stuff where sure. I'll kind of wander in and have a look around and be like, I guess this is where I sit, and then end up having like the best night of my life because maybe the guy behind the bar will talk to me. Oh, best experience I had was a place in Hiroshima called Max Bar. And he's dead now, sadly, the guy who owned it. Mr. Um, I've been added to Max like a Wellbar. Facebook group that people like, Mac, as in M-A-C. Oh, right. Yeah, and he was oh, this right. amazing guy. It was a tiny bar, like one-eighth of the size of the bar we're in now. And he was obsessed with rock so and roll. You, what you can hear is hear that atmosphere? Yeah. One-eighth of the atmosphere. So you dial can that hear. down. Yep. Uh, it was just one of those classic nights. It was the first time I went by myself and I didn't really know what to do and wandered into this bar and stayed there till close. Still friends with one of the people I was with that night. It was, it was incredible. And it was just, those, but that's not unique to Japan, I guess. That's just like those stories you have when you travel and stuff. But I, you know, I'll always go to Mossberger just because it's Mossberger. Mossberger. Did you go to the Great Burger last time you were there? Yeah, in I went to the Great Shibuya. Burger last time yeah. in like Harajuku, Shibuya. Um, I, you know, there, I'll always try whatever. There's nothing where I'm like, I have to go there again. Budagumi is uh, for yes, me. Yes, like that's the, where the, I have the, to go. The tonkatsu place, uh, which is like a deep fried pork. So I've been to Mason, another like well-regarded yeah, tonkatsu I, I place. Because I was like, do we really need to go to Budagumi again? And we went to Mason. Um which is in Harajuku, like yeah. right at the end. Yeah. Um, and uh, I have this amazing photo because that's like like full on like a uh, tatami mat. Yes. Um, you've got to take it's your shoes too, off. It's weird especially like and... where it is. Like it's in quite a like modern part of Japan where it's like pop culture and anime and shit. And, we, and then you wander in there. and We took like, a toddler and he was just... To Mason? Yeah, yeah. He was oh, wow. just being such a brat. So I mean, it's kind of like serene and quiet. But and then we went to... I was like, after that, I was like, you know, that wasn't that good. Let's go to back to Budagumi where we went in On the same night? No, like the, the day after or whatever. <laughs> Although that's not that's my my holiday stomach is three times bigger than my regular stomach, sure. um, but and Budagumi is just like it's like a little bit more out of the way. Yeah, um, it uh, it specializes in 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 pork tonkotsu, um, so they'll they'll show you the different cuts of of pork. They have like the different marble of fat in the, the pork as well. I remember the most outlandish thing I had in Japan, which I'll speak about soon. Uh, and like, I think we got one piece that was like 80% marble. Like I, so the, the fat content was How 80%. How much was that? It was pretty expensive. I had a $300 steak. Oh, fucking Australian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kobe beef, like that day. So that doesn't, yeah, I, I had, I, I don't know what the, the Japanese obsession with steak they, it's the world's obsession with steak. I don't really give a fuck. It's, it's like champagne. Like yeah, you can yeah. only get this. We have Wagyu beef and stuff, but that's like the sparkling wine of Kobe beef. And that Kobe is yeah. a region. And, you know, there, there, there's like old wives tales and lies that are like, they drink beer and they're massaged on their butts, but they're like variations of the truth. But the marble is like almost butter. Like when you yeah, had yeah, it, and that is I ordered that and I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, um, it was, it was amazing. It was at the New York grill, you know, uh, right. I was there by myself and having a, uh, a glass of red and sitting by myself and just enjoying my, uh, enjoying my company, loving myself. And I thought I will order a $300 steak, which is the silliest thing ever, but total, like I felt like I was in like blank check or something. (laughs) This stupid (laughs) dude just buying like really expensive steak and I ate it and like, I have nothing to show for it, but it was really good. Yeah. I I had, uh, I really enjoy Hida beef, which is the local beef of Takayama. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell me um, more. I don't know about that. Well, well, all through the streets there, you can have, um, they sell like, there are vendors selling skewers of of Hida beef. Um, Like basically like, like, you know, like diced beef on, on skewers cooked over coals with different salts <clears throat> and that's incredible um, and that's like 
the, it's not just the marble fat that you get. It's a, it just the beef tastes different because sure. they're fed different. Yeah, wow. Grass or whatever, and you can also the heater beef, the heater cow milk is amazing. So as you can well. eat cheap in Japan, and it's like the best food you'll eat. Yeah, although they were still like twenty dollars a skewer. But also, like if you eat cheap as well, oh fuck like yeah, it's just yeah, it tastes totally. so good. It's it's prepared so well. There's just like nine people will handle the entire process of you going to a restaurant. Like somebody will take your money, someone else will give you your change. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the level of well, service like, there is just nuts. And I want to have like the really high end tonkatsu that you get from a Budagumi, but I also want to have a katsu sandwich from the, yeah the from Seven Eleven or a train station. Yeah, yeah, which is like cold, so like it's like. It doesn't it's got the whitest anymore, like, like sugary it's bread. That, yeah, it's the combo of the of that refrigerated white sugary bread yeah, it's that perfect. sticks to the batter, and then you have the the perfectly cooked. Yeah, I love uh, that pork shit. in the middle. Fuck, I love that shit. Yeah, even the um, the like uh, rice balls from like Family Mart's or Seven oh, yeah, yeah, Eleven yeah, for like a hundred yen. I just like so delicious. Um, if you go to the fish market, you got to hit up uh, just I have only, been to only, eat, only eat tuna belly. Because you can't tuna belly is like the fattiest part of the tuna, right? Um, and they're in like like the, the tuna that that, that is, is fished in in Japan mm. is actually like that, that's what they seek out. The, the sure, tunas with fat, I, I fat went tummies. To, I went there once at like three a.m. and watched an auction. Yeah, yeah, which was wild. I went with some random person that I met. There's actually a brilliant documentary about that fish market. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There which is, is which is out at the moment. Hopefully, you can watch it on on the plane over there. Maybe I will, dude. Maybe I will. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the belly is like like if you if you love uh, um, eating raw raw. Fish, Fish. Hell yeah, I do. Um, or even, you know, you have it with sushi or you can have it on its own. Um, that's like, it's the most decadent mm. um, uh, kind of raw, raw so fish sashimi you can get. Um, I've had chicken sashimi. Have you had yeah, that I have too. Yeah, yeah, raw, yeah. Raw fish. Um, yeah, sorry, not raw fish, like raw, like this, chicken, uh, raw chicken. This um, kind of, they always serve with like this little, it's not quite wasabi. It's not quite something else. It's got this other kind of glaze on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which I was like, I was so like, oh my God, fuck. We're all going to die. We've got salmonella. Yeah. I was in Kyoto and I, I was really drunk and I was like, fuck it. I'll just eat it. And it it's was fine. so delicious. Yeah, it's so good. I had raw horse as well. Yeah, I don't know horse if I've had that. that Probably that have, but good. it was like unaware. Yeah. Um, but horse I'll, is like, I'm not going to eat one that much. Yeah, I wouldn't seek either of those out again. If I was at a place that happened to serve chicken sashimi, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'll hit that up again. Sure. Um, you're going to go to um, Yakitori Alley in Ginza. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yakitori Alley. That's, a, that's probably my favorite, favorite place to drink. It's just full of smoke from the coals and sizzling chicken fat so over the coals and, and then just so many cold beers. Yeah, it's so good. Good as it gets. Could get two more of those, please? Thank you. Um, love this sports bar. This is the, there's none of these in Japan. Um, there are definitely lots of sports oh, bars Oh, yeah, I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about the cultural side of sure. things. The, like <laughs> the connection of what what kind of is alluring like for me I, I guess I went to Japan first and foremost for food but there's so much there like I was really disappointed the first time I went there because there wasn't Nintendo shit everywhere mm. there is more so now because of shit like um, well because Nintendo's Uniqlo popular and, again yeah that's true like those dark ages but I, for whatever reason my dumb head was like oh man in, on every corner I'll be able to buy a new Mario no toy. it's not like, like that yeah. um, obviously you've got to hit up Super Potato um, Super Potato <laughs> Kitty Land Where they have the best toys Oh I love Kitty That's where Land. I go and get right. All my Star Wars shit They had really good Kirby toys when I was like Yeah they had like Splatoon shit when I was there yeah. it's, it's wild um, And you, do you, are you gonna For a consumer up? like us And people who collect things Like it's You know we probably do that Because of You know Subconsciously because of What we know Japan's like And like the, the way Everything's commodifiable Like for example You know those little uh, You know the uh, Gompacho You know the little machines Where you put a bubble They get like yeah. a toy out so here you can get some super basic shit. Normally bootleg Lego, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So over there I have an official. I bought this set on eBay. I have... So one of the traits of Star Wars movies are people are usually hanging 
um, from a like a like a, a there's always caver- cavernous pits in Star Wars and a lot of movies people are hanging above them. Yep. So there's this tiny series of toys. Maybe there's six characters from Yoda to Luke to Obi Wan Kenobi Padawan version. And they're just hanging, but and like you hook them onto things in your house. They're tiny. They're no bigger than a twenty cent piece. But that'll be like a set of toys in a random street. That's an official licensed product. Right. I think I showed them to you. Remember? Yeah, yeah that's awesome. And Do it's you just have like, them all? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. And just stuff like that. Like I, I, I know it sounds extremely vapid and extremely um, materialistic, but I, I, I love that stuff. And I'm not going to find that here. And if I do, it's at a premium. Yeah, and like just the, the arcades that those machines are in in general are so cool. Like, I mean, if the only way you want to see a Metal Gear now, you've got to fucking go to a pachinko place and check that shit you know, out. I've never actually played pachinko. I think I chucked some boxing with my dad last time at a Star Wars one. It's so baffling. I had no I, idea I went happens. to a, a parlor to kind of work out how they work because they're, they're these enormous machines that take up the entire room, basically. Yeah, and right. And you put your coins in and then the, the coins get... Flung into and the machine And then balls fly out and stuff yeah. You've got to use ball Yeah It's it's real weird It's crazy um, But they're fun to be in Like the, like And it, like Like Sonic is everywhere Because Sega own a majority of the arcades Which are just filled with Pachinko Pachinko machines And, and skill tester machines Yeah um, But like I remember like yeah, the, the, when, when you first get there Like oh my god the game characters, they're everywhere, but they they represent significantly different things yeah, to what you associate like the, with them with. They're the original version of like in-app purchases, <laughs> right? Yeah. Basically. Um, I'm going to this place called VR World this time in Shinjuku. It's like 30 bucks maybe, but one of them is like a VR experience is like first person Mario Kart. Right. And like you move your hand with shell and like you're holding the shell while you're driving. Oh, yeah, and yeah. You race against and other official. people. There's an official yeah. Yeah, Mario Kart game. Um, yeah. There's also like an Evangelion one where oh, you sick. and like three other people pilot and you all take on an angel. I, I, I so <coughs> waiting. Can't wait to do that. That's amazing. Yeah. Are you going to do that weird thing where you like drive a go kart around the streets? No, in Mario I'm not going to do that. That seems dumb. Nintendo's suing them as well. Oh, really? Well, it's not official. No, like, totally. It's a, apparently a white guy runs it. <laughs> And I'm like, to me, that's just kind of exploitive. It's yeah, like, here's totally. a Japanese character and we're going to make you wear Nintendo clothes and you drive around. And apparently, like, a lot of locals are like, I don't think this is legal. Like, they ride on the main road right next to, like, cars and shit. Yeah, it seems so, so sus. It's like it? Toad's Turnpike uh, <laughs> in Mario 64 IRL. But yeah, not for me. Um, so last time you were there, you went to the Evangelion, was it an exhibition or a, like a theme park? It was or? like a world um, inside of a theme park called Fujiku, which is uh, kind of near uh, Mount Fuji. So it's like a day trip from Tokyo. But within there, they have, I think, like four Guinness record, like breaking roller coasters, coasters, including like the longest, the highest. They had a kilometer long. The thickest. (laughs) They had a... um, uh, Kilometer... Was it a kilometer? No, kilometer long distance-wise and an hour time-wise ghost hospital, haunted hospital. Whoa. Which I went with my dad. <laughs> you and your dad went on an hour-long ghost hospital. And you're given a flashlight. Have you got to, like, help make the ghost stop being sick? Or? No, it's like it's a haunted Japanese hospital. horror shit, like just people with, like, long black hair sitting and, like, coming at you and stuff. Like, it's decrepit hospital. It's insane. Like the first... That's uh, how I kicked off my... The first hour of Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah, that's how I kicked off my 20-something birthday. Sorry. Was it actually scary? 
It was scary because I couldn't read any of the signs um, That's saying a what was up next. Thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, but it was scary because you'd enter a room and there'll be like, it'd be extremely dark and then you'd hear like water running or something. You're like, like, oh, is it the cardiac lab coming up next <laughs> or is it, is a it bunch the, the, of like, the baby um, hospital? Well, there was actually a baby section where you had like crying babies, which is fucked. But there was like all these decrepit um, wheelchairs and like I guess the plot was this is where they like practice pushing people in wheelchairs so they're like a lot of mannequins sitting in them yep. and like they'd have like sheets over them you'd go near one and it'll like get up and start walking towards you and you're like in this room but I was with like me and my dad and three younger Japanese women who couldn't speak English but every time something happened they would scream and grab onto us and like we didn't know them and they're like holding our hands and like making us take them through so that's how I kicked off my um, 30th birthday that's so good I did that with my with dad with your dad yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was like an amazing and it was an hour long just going through a huge uh, that's like one of the things at the theme park but within it there's also um, like I was saying there is uh, uh, Evangelion World which is like not crazy big but there's like a one-to-one evangelion bust so it's like the shoulders and head of evangelion which is huge there's you can do like anything you want to do in evangelion you can kind of do in there it's sick yeah it's a cool theme park we might go there again yeah unreal and then are you going to try and do i've you know i've never been in in the three times i've been in japan i've never been able to do the um the studio ghibli museum oh really yeah i'd assumed you'd be no it's always every time we go there it's like in the off season that it's closed or yeah um well this will be my fifth time (laughs) fucking hell it changes every time because they show a short film right and depending on what day it is there's no way to tell in advance um it could be the cardiac film it could be that film but there's a a short film they've made exclusively for that that for the museum that you can't see anywhere else that's unreal like they would never put it on dvd or blu-ray or online and One's a like sequel to no uh, one else in the world is like that. No, like, Studio Ghibli like Disney would release them all on DVD. That's totally. fine. Yeah, they're Disney. It's better in a way, uh, but, but no, it's not because <laughs> this makes this less special. <laughs> and like one's a sequel to My Neighbor Totoro called Whoa. May and the Kitten Bus, which is like this beautiful thirteen-minute film. I had that one last time. It's brilliant. I've seen a different movie each time. Most of them by Miyazaki. Like That's it's awesome. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be terrific. Translated I, or like subtitles. No, Good films, you never have to, you know, have in the same language. Sure. Like, you can tell what's going on. I usually go to a movie there or two. Um, all subtitleless, but uh, just to, I love going to cinemas. That's my thing in every country. I try to go to a movie. Yeah. Just because, like, a, a movie theater in, like, Indonesia or France or America or Japan or Australia, they're all such different experiences. You're doing the same thing, but I know that's a weird thing, but I know people, like, some people travel and they're like, you got to eat a burger from McDonald's in each place to get a tea, like see what the, no, that's all the same. Like I love the, the ritual of the cinema and how different that is in each place. Like Japanese movies, like people stay until the final credit has rolled and like it's very respectful and no talking, no, no clapping, no laughing and like it's like, the, yeah, it's, it's a very different experience. It's not, but it's different enough. Um, are you going to go back to Disney? Disneyland? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably hit Disney soon. Yeah, it, so Tokyo, Tokyo Disney to. is amazing in that it has like the regular kind of Magic Kingdom. It also has a um, it's it's a it's like a sister park next door called which is, Disney, which is independently owned. It's uh, independently made. I think I think it's the only yeah. place that's made by different people. That's right, but it's still Disney. Yeah, they work together or something. Yeah, and, there's and some there's some funny and it's a tribute to all of the the like un- older Disney the, stuff. and, and water based Disney yeah. stuff. So you have like and twenty thousand leagues under the sea. But then you've also got like a Little Mermaid. Yeah, world but and there's Agrabah like and it's like and you can drink booze there too. Yeah, you can drink booze and you get there's like a. Um, you like get around on boats. Yeah, there's a, well, there's a massive like lagoon, and yeah. there's like the areas 
are based on different parts of the world. Like, there's like a is there a Venice area? Yeah, there's like a Cape Cod area. Yeah, it's, it's wild. pretty awesome. It's, it looks nothing like a. There's no castle in the center. There's a, of a it. bunch of Finding Nemo shit there. Yeah, yeah. There's like a huge volcano in the center that erupts every hour. Yeah, that's the Jules Verne, the twenty thousand yeah. leagues under the sea. Journey, 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 journey to the center of the earth. Yeah, that's right. There's both. Yeah, and the journey to the center of the earth ride is so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like go down this like it's like a roll like like a yeah it's like a roller coaster, roller coaster kind of thing you go inside this volcano and then you get down the bottom and like you're seeing all these like crazy animatronic fluorescent creatures yeah. and then you eventually go so far down that a monster starts attacking That's you sick. and then you like sp- like speed all the way back up outside it's the, the real volcano shit. yeah yeah i'm looking forward to that um yeah, and has Chloe has Chloe been to Disney? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's been to Disneyland in uh, Paris. Oh right, cool. So that's why I think we'll do Disney soon. The t- the Japan ones are so dope though because every single person there is like like you could, you would think they were staff if you were anywhere else in the world because of the le- so attention to detail into yeah. the detail they put in there like they're dressing up as different Disney yeah, characters it's so to go great. to Disney, Disneyland. I love it. I, I'm here for it. Extremely here for it. Yeah, I can't wait to smell that like sweet popcorn. It's Fuck that, like, yeah, sweet yeah, popcorn. yeah. We know you get like um so huge buckets. You, yeah, if you actually if you get there and there's an if there's the alien from Toy Story bucket. Oh yeah, I think you've said this before. I'm, I've just I got the I got the uh, so they basically they, they sell they're doing Star Wars different ones. themed bucket. Oh my god, they did them recently, I think. Uh, but you get like this big plastic bucket in the shape of your favorite Disney character or Star Wars character, and then you uh, walk around the park you and just everywhere constantly get it filled up with pumpkin. Yeah, cones. every different area has a different flavor. In the of popcorn. Aladdin section, it's like a curryish flavor. The curry flavor is actually yeah. the, the best one it's too. So good. It's like really Moorish. Yeah. It's still a little bit sweet with the it's curry. So good. Japanese curry in general is real dope. I'll give you a, li- a name of a place in uh, Tokyo that does uh, yeah, curry that up. looks like Mount Fuji. Oh, huge. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, like please, a big mountain of that. rice surrounded by a pool of, of, of curry with uh, with boiled eggs. Yeah, give me that. So give me that. that. Give me that. Give me that curry. Um, so yeah, in, in, in short, everybody, go to Japan. Go to Japan. Looking forward to talking to you about this. This yeah. visit. Yeah, I mean, follow me on the gram. I'll be posting shit from there. That's at Jimmy Changus. Um, I've, I've instructed Angus to pick me up uh, a copy of the yeah, Mario, Mario Odyssey, Odyssey soundtrack, which is coming out. Some shit. You got to go to Tower Records. You got to go. Actually, there. have like a game. I, when I was there, I almost spent like. Ninety dollars on a um, Metal Gear Solid Five soundtrack for you. Oh my god, that's but so. It, but then I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, it didn't oh, you want a compendium all of all of the licensed yeah. songs? You want everything. But it was all. Of the, it was only like in game music. It was different shit. originals, but remixes of them. And right. I was like, no, no, you don't want that. You want shit. that. Sh- you want the OG shit. I got it. I got the, the Splatoon soundtrack when I was last year. Hell which is yes. real fucking good. But yeah, I definitely want that Odyssey soundtrack. Yeah, I'll pick that up for and you. And then The Egg, Tommy Daslow is going to be in Japan later in the year when the Breath of the Wild uh, soundtrack comes out. I'm going to pay him to bring me back that Great. too. Great. Um, very jealous of you. Uh, look, you'll get there soon. I will. Again. I probably will, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's I feel bad sometimes because I'm like, I've got to go to other places. But then I just end up going back there and I'm like, you know what? Life's too short. It's okay to go to things that you like. Well, it's so good. It's like it's it is it's, it's a really comforting well. place to visit. I think it's like close enough as well. You're not going on a crazy 24 hour flight. To and get then there. The, the the time difference isn't too drastic either. It's two hours behind. Um, yeah. The only bad thing I have to say about Japan is that they don't they don't incorporate enough vegetables in their meals. Yeah. You're gonna have a blocked sure. butt. You could have your a blocked bu- butt. Your butt's gonna get blocked up. I just have with my all, morning all cup of joe. You know. I'm oh fine. yeah. I'm cup a joe man. Yeah, you're a joe boy. I'm a I, I'm a jo bro. <laughs> I drink a lot of uh, joe. That's a secret. Yeah. That's no. a secret cap. I'm That's always, my secret cap. I'm, I'm always, always shitting. shitting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for You're listening. You're not a coffee drinker, are you? No, it's like one of the few vices that I... I, I love the taste of coffee. I just don't ever need that'll, uh, its effect. That'll do you handy in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Unblock that butt. Unblock the butt. Hashtag. Hashtag. Save butt. Angus. 
Um, well, Angus, if you were, if anyone listening right now would like to find us, you can find us online at facebook.com slash podcast. Patreon.com slash HeyFam if you want to hey join fam our podcast. super secret fan club with our Facebook group, group chat, and also super duper secret feed. And also, yeah, the, hey, the hey, access to all the HeyFam episodes. Hell yes. We should do it. We should do a Japan music episode. That would be yeah, fun. Yeah, music we will butcher doing karaoke in Japan. You, you ever fucked up with some karaoke over there? I still know. It's like yeah, one of those. Yeah, amazing. I've never actually done it in Japan. You can do karaoke and you get costumes. One of the best bars I went to was um, just lined, like all the walls were lined with vinyl. And um, oh, wow. you uh, you picked out a record and gave it to one of the staff and she put it on for you. That's so great. And, we, and, you, and then just smashing beers and eating salmon jerky. Damn, why am I not there yet? Yeah, I know. It's fucking, man. The, light, the late night shit to do there is so good. Yeah, it's also the safest place in the world. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, well, Angus, um, again, follow Angus at Chimichangus. I'm at Levdog. L-E-V-D-A-W-G. Um, and until next time, Anata no Asa or <laughs> Tana Shimas. Wow. Uh, we didn't butcher that. <laughs> at all. I won't say five, but take five. Uh, oh, wait, maybe I should ask Siri to say it. Will that, that be good? Let's see. Anata no Asa o Tanoshimasu. Enjoy your morning. Hey! Bam, bam, bam. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.